Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Sunday, September 24th. I'm reading this week, starting today, from the message, which is not a translation. It's more of a paraphrase of Scripture based on many of the translations that we do have. Eugene Peterson wrote the message for his congregation, and it has been such a blessing to so many of us. Remember yesterday we talked about the death of John the Baptist. His head was placed on a platter for Herodias' daughter. It's a very brutal story. And I was thinking back to the progression with John the Baptist, especially as it relates to Matthew. Remember in chapter 3, we saw that John was baptizing in the wilderness, and Jesus comes out to him and says, Will you baptize me? He says, we need to do this in order to fulfill all righteousness. And then in chapter 11, he shows up again, and he's in prison. John's in prison, and he sends his disciples to Jesus and says, are you the one who is to come? Because he really thought, if Jesus was the one and he's my cousin, I'm probably not going to be in prison. But this is just a foretaste of what it means to take up our cross and to follow Jesus. And then today, well, yesterday, we talked about his death. Right after John the Baptist's death, Jesus is going to try to slip away by himself, but it is an unsuccessful attempt. And then we hear two wonderful stories of Jesus' provision for the people, the supper for 5,000 and walking on water. Starting in Matthew chapter 14 and verse 13. When Jesus got the news, he slipped away by boat to an out-of-the-way place by himself. But unsuccessfully, someone saw him and the word got around. Soon a lot of people from the nearby villages walked around the lake to where he was. When he saw them coming, he was overcome with pity and healed their sick. Toward evening, the disciples approached him. We're out in the country and it's getting late. Dismiss the people so that they can go to the villages and get some supper. But Jesus said, There is no need to dismiss them. You give them supper. All we have are five loaves of bread and two fish. They said, Jesus said, bring them here. Then he had the people sit on the grass. He took the five loaves and the two fish, lifted his face to heaven in prayer, blessed, broke, and gave the bread to the disciples. The disciples then gave the food to the congregation. They ate all their fill. They gathered 12 baskets of leftovers, about 5,000 were fed. As soon as the meal was finished, he insisted that the disciples get in the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the people. With the crowd dispersed, he climbed the mountain so he could be by himself and pray. He stayed there alone late into the night. Meanwhile, the boat was far out to sea when the wind came up against them, and they were battered by the waves. At about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. 
They were scared out of their wits. A ghost, they said, crying out in terror. But Jesus was quick to comfort them. Courage, it's me. Don't be afraid. Peter, suddenly bold, said, Master, if it's really you, call me to come to you on the water. He said, Come ahead. Jumping out of the boat, Peter walked on the water to Jesus. But when he looked down at the waves churning beneath his feet, he lost his nerve and started to sink. He cried, Master, save me. Jesus didn't hesitate. He reached down and grabbed his hand. Then he said, Faint heart, what got into you? The two of them climbed into the boat, and the wind died down. The disciples in the boat, having watched the whole thing, worshipped Jesus, saying, This is it. You are God's son for sure. On return, they beached the boat at Gennesaret. When the people got wind that he was back, they sent out word through the neighborhood and rounded up all the sick who asked for permission to touch the edge of his coat. And whoever touched him was healed. Wow, don't you just want to stop with me and praise the Lord? He is creator of all things. He is the one who provides from a very small amount. In fact, from the beginning, we say that Jesus, who was with the Father at the beginning, created ex nihilo. I have no idea what that means, but it sounds really smart. Out of nothing. He didn't have anything to work with, and yet there came something. And here, he takes a little of what he had already created, and he makes a lot out of it. And then... He shows his power over nature when he walks on the water. Oh, to be Peter in that moment and to walk out and to have power over nature too by faith in Jesus. And yet, I so identify with Peter. I look down to the waves that are crashing around me and I get faint-hearted. Does that happen to you? So I pray that today we would have faith in the Lord and His provision and that we would not be faint of heart. Rather, we would entrust our hearts and our souls to the One who created us. Let's move on over to the Psalms. Today we're in Psalm 28. You guessed it, it's another Psalm of David. Don't turn a deaf ear when I call you, God. If all I get from you is deafening silence, I'd be better off in a black hole. I'm letting you know what I need, calling out for help and lifting my arms toward your inner sanctum. Don't shove me into the same jail cell with those crooks, with those who are full-time employees of evil. They talk a good line of peace, then moonlight for the devil. Pay them back for what they've done, for how bad they've been. Pay them back for their long hours in the devil's workshop. Then cap it with a huge bonus. Because they have no idea how God works or what he's up to, God will smash them to smithereens and walk away from the ruins. Blessed be God, he heard me praying. He proved he's on my side. I've thrown my lot in with him. 
Now I'm jumping for joy and shouting and singing my thanks to Him. God is all strength for His people, ample refuge for His chosen leader. Save your people and bless your heritage. Care for them, carry them like a good shepherd. Hey, thanks for listening along as we read God's Word together on this Resurrection Sunday. I want to end our time with prayer, and especially a prayer from the Book of Common Prayer, the Great Thanksgiving. Will you pray with me? We give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you have made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all, in the Word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent Him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In Him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In Him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death, into life. And so we praise you on this day, and we ask that you would help us to be a people of great praise all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen.